when the North Pole is threatened, and Santa needs to be whisked away to a safe place? Do you know where the Saint Nick Squad takes him? Would it surprise you to learn that it is splendid West Virginia? Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. You know, I've been accused of exaggeration more than a time or two. So take this week's episode for what it is worth. I told my son this story, and he called it a tall tale. Do you know what a tall tale is? Look it up. That's your homework for this week. See also related Pecos Bill. We actually have a short play with him. Pecos Bill meets his match. Coming up in the not-too-distant future. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Back to this week's, maybe, possibly, absolutely, perhaps 100% true story of the Great North Pole Invasion. The St. Nick Squad, Part 7. As you can imagine, North Pole operations are currently in high gear. Union elves are working 12-hour shifts and racking up overtime pay galore that's going to go straight into beach vacation funds. Santa's double-checking the naughty and nice list, which is a pretty extensive job. There are lots of you out there. Do you know how many names are on that thing? Reindeer are exercising hard by day. Lots of cardio. And getting plenty of rest at night in preparation for a most extreme night of physical activity to come. The sleigh is prepped and as ready as it can be until it's time to load all those gifts. Still, with all the hustle and bustle of the holidays, the North Pole is a most magical place filled with carolers, streets made of candy, so much more. There are toys and joys everywhere you turn. Really is a wonder. You can imagine why such a happy, magical place might be the subject of countless incursions. Many attempts have been made over the years to infiltrate the Christmas capital. That's where the St. Nick Squad comes in. You're familiar with this group of secret agent elves from previous year's newspaper columns and podcast stories, no doubt. Delivering toys to millions in a single night is not easy. A lot can go wrong. That's where the St. Nick Squad comes in. They follow close behind Santa's sleigh to ensure all goes smoothly on that most magical night of the year. Once Santa dropped his glasses in Florida, and before he realized it, he was all the way to New York City. It was up to the St. Nick Squad to fix the problem. From time to time, Santa would get stuck in a chimney. Jingle and Snowflake, two of the squad's best elves, always had him back on track in no time at all. Sometimes the task is less complicated. Santa may get his fill of milk and cookies 
so the St. Nick squad will take over and munch away. A common mistake involved toys being delivered to the wrong house, as was the case with the very first St. Nick squad tale five years ago. In the newspaper, anyway. I guess three years ago here on the podcast. Sometimes St. Nick squad agents, like Jingle and Snowflake, have to deal with much more serious matters, like in St. Nick Squad 2, when elves began disappearing as the elf napper struck, or when Mr. January threatened to wipe Christmas clear off the calendar, like in the St. Nick Squad 3. As was written in St. Nick Squad 4, when it comes to the magic of Christmas yearly, Santa often gets top billing. But without his St. Nick squad dearly, much would not be quite as fulfilling, for many a muddled Christmas mess would persist. It's the St. Nick squad's job to see you never know those messes exist. So when you hear reindeer hooves up on your rooftop, and a ho-ho-ho bellows into the late night air, no two, but the St. Nick squad will never stop, for Jingle and Snowflake are always there. In last year's fifth entry, in the St. Nick squad saga to catch an elf, Jingle and Snowflake tested their detective skills, law and order style, to investigate a North Pole break-in. This year for St. Nick squad... Six. It's part seven, Dad. Remember the one where Santa crashed into your mystery lab and, like, all the your potions turned the reindeer to do weird things and have superpowers? The potions allegedly Don't you remember into... that? I'm going to tell you, listeners, something so super secret. It's simply too amazing a tale to keep to myself. I've got to tell someone. So why not a thousand holiday-hungry young ones with their ears locked onto this podcast? Defense of the North Pole is a chief responsibility of elf agents like Jingle and Snowflake. They collect intel, intelligence, on enemies of the North Pole, like the Ginger Dread Giant they set up defense outposts and shields to protect all from the candy cane conquerors. Even Jingle and Snowflake were surprised, however, when Fred, the fascist snowman, was able to unite all North Pole supervillains and coordinate a fearsome attack. Don't worry. The North Pole Guard is well-equipped to deal with such matters. The St. Nick Squad's job, Jingle and Snowflake in charge, was to protect Santa first and foremost. They did this by rushing him to safety, out of the pole, and into a protective underground bunker in splendid West Virginia. On the campus of Splendid University at that. The super-secret protective bunker is exactly one half mile below the ground. Yeah, that's it. Below ground. Directly below this lab, even. Jingle and Snowflake had reached out to me years ago to ask for my assistance in building this safe space for Santa, and I obliged happily. 
We worked many hours planning and putting everything together. This is how I got to know so many of the St. Nick Squad stories that I've shared over the years. I'd hoped we'd never have to use it, this shelter. But this one year, we did. I got the call late at night. It was Jingle. He said the code words. The gingerbread house is falling apart. And I leapt into action. I met Jingle and Snowflake, Santa in tow, at the lab, and showed them to our super-secret and surely safe shelter deep underground. All was safe. Milk and cookie provisions stocked, and a communication system was set up so that Santa could follow all the action back home and keep in touch with elf workers. Even in the face of utter North Pole apocalypse, this guy was still working to make sure all was ready for the big night. Are you buying the fact that I single-handedly, along with some super-secret agent elves, protected Santa Claus in his time of need, while an elite guard of North Pole protectors kept the enemies of Christmas joy at bay? Well, you should, because it's probably... maybe... kinda true. You believe that? No? Well, then maybe you don't believe that the North Pole nightmare was holding back Fred the fascist snowman's fiercest frozen brutes. And maybe you'd have trouble accepting that the plucky pole patriots were having little trouble against the menacing candy cane conquerors, but it's true. Elves back at the North Pole kept in constant contact, relaying every detail of the battle. You might be wondering, where is Mrs. Claus during all of this? Well, it might surprise you to learn that Mrs. Claus is an elite commando in the North Pole Guard. She was on the front lines. The ginger dread giant was causing all types of problems, stomping and crushing as it was. But even that big beast would have a little response to the reindeer who, and this part gets a bit graphic, ate up every bit of his gingerbread cookie goodness. And it's a giant. So that's a lot. The reindeer were very full. But the North Pole was saved. What I'll remember most about that night, though, is the time I spent with Santa. Cozy and safe in an underground bunker that could survive just about anything. Jingle and Snowflake are super efficient, really nice elves. I knew they were good at their job, but they're really kind, too. Santa is as jolly as all the tales say. He's got quite the sense of humor, too. And he is a storyteller. Once that Santa starts telling a story, he locks in and doesn't let up. It's cool and it's jolly for a while, but it gets to be a bit much after a few hours. The important thing is, Santa was safe. Thanks to the St. Nick Squad. And me. And all those North Pole Guards. Squadrons. Once everything was secure up there, we got the big guy out of the bunker and back where he needed to be to, well, you know, all the holiday stuff. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, young ones. 
and an absolutely delightful holiday season and a happy new year. We'll be back soon with the Wish Box, the Middle School Mimics, Brad's Rad Super Dad, and oh, so much more. Just wait until you hear all we have lined up for the new year 2022. Yoo-hoo! Lots of cool stuff in the works. Be good to each other. Have a wild and wonderful and weird week. And a wonderful holiday season. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree. A Christmas tree! If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.